You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California... This is AfterBuzz TV for Justified. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Justified news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's Justified. Welcome, everybody, for another uh, AfterBuzz podcast of Justified Season 3, Episode 1, premiere episode of episode of Season 3, entitled The Gunfighter. I'm your host, John Comerford. I'm joined in the studio by Tamara Berg, the lovely Tamara Berg, by Stephen Bottomley, and the lovely Stephen Bottomley, and in the booth. Uh, the producer extraordinaire, Mixmaster, Phil Zvitek. Welcome, yeah. welcome, everybody. By the way, uh, I miss our gunfighter, Stuart Lill, who's oh, over in the Philippines. Right. Why the did Philippines I have to leave flying. for the Philippines? I, and for those of you who think I'm actually joking, I'm seriously not joking at all. He's in the Philippines, he in the and Philippines. that's why he's What's he here. doing in the Philippines? We, I, well, he's wifed up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dames in oh, Trouble, okay. we said it, and there you go. That's he right. left to go to the Philippines. Okay, that's right. Dames in Trouble now. We're moving on to Justified. Do, do we broadcast in the Philippines? We, uh, yes, we, we do, actually. So worldwide. We'll, we'll worldwide, okay. So. All right, so getting back to Justified. Okay, so, so happy Happy to back. have it back. Are you kidding I've me? I've actually really, really missed this. I want, there's something about being in the hauler and being in that the, the just the milieu of the whole thing and enjoying that kind of thing. And I, I, First impressions of this premiere episode, anything? I love that uh, we got to see Timothy Oliphant with his shirt off. Okay, Tammy's first impression. <laughs> Way to go deep. Way to really dig deep. I, know. I know. I just had to say it. <laughs> Very visual creature that she is. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, you know, I got to tell you, when this is my first episode. Yeah, first right. episode ever. Yeah, right. That's right. Steve's uh, new so to this. We got to get you the DVD. My justified cherry. And we wanted we wanted oh, to bring my. him in because uh, he hadn't seen everything, and we didn't right. want you to even see all the other ones. We right. like coming in fresh. So you get a really good first impression. So. Well, my first impression is, damn, they did a good job of giving everyone an individual voice. Because you're thinking, okay, Justified, everyone's going to sound the same, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But they have these characters niched and you know, fine-tuned. fine-tuned, and they're all just fun to watch. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of overlap of, isn't he the same guy here? Yeah, no, here? you never you never mistake. They, they have they have their own rhythms, even though they all have an accent. They have their own rhythms, their own syntax. They, yeah. The way they, I mean... Let's even the new guy. Okay, let's, I, mean, I know the first impression of the, the new guy they brought in, Fletcher, the ice pick Nick or whatever. I think yeah, Nick. 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 Thank you. Yes. His manner. I mean, he, that little the way. He, the, I mean, he barely moved his lips. A so laconic and drum. Really. I mean, so specific to that character. And I, I thought that was a great he choice. Was, I don't know if that was the was actor, riveting. the writer. I thought Wasn't he was he? riveting. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody. Yeah. So many people are in this. In I this hope series. we have a moment to talk about that scene with the pizza guy. Oh no, we'll, because, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it because there's a piece in there that I but, just. But that for me was one of the reasons why I really enjoy the show and the writing in it so much is because that they're so specific with their choices. Not not only the writer but the actors. And, and making their voices different. And this is a world that I'm not used to. I'm not used to the holler. I'm not used to the southern thing. And, and the, the way they use 
uh, the, not only the accent, but the manner. I mean, it's almost like you're what there's such a gentility, but they're so polite about everything, the and they're going to kill each other. The other thing that's really fun to watch is is there is a level of um, in, you're going to like implied intelligence or assumed yeah. intelligence, right? That they they allow the character to break beyond that. For instance, uh, when they're talking with the um, who who is the guy that wanted to ch- uh, buy the weed. Um, Mr. Dunham? Mr. Dunham. Yeah. And, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, this guy's probably kind of, you know, not that smart because of the way they present him. Sure. Because and then suddenly, that, yeah. no, that's a really smart guy. So yeah. I like how they play with that a lot. Yeah. And, they, yeah, and they, you're never they, sure, okay, so who's the smart the, one They play with the stereotype. Yeah, they do. You completely play with the stereotype. I, I could have said that a lot quicker, couldn't yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> John, what are your first impressions about the about this this episode? Well, for me, it was first, uh, I, I was just, it was like seeing a, an old friend. That I hadn't seen in a while. I mean, it really was. Yeah. I mean, I know that's kind of a cliche thing to say, but it was nice to sit there and relax, enjoy it, because you know you're in the hands of a great storyteller, yes, storytellers, indeed. I should mm-hmm. say. And the acting for me is, you know, spot on. They they know these characters, they inhabit them, and they just are them, which is terrific. So uh, you just get to sit back and relax. You don't have to worry about anything. You just enjoy it. You know that it's written smartly. So, but when they need to tell you something they tell you when they don't want to tell you something they keep you on the edge of the mm-hmm. sea because you know something's up and you know it's going to be taken care of so i just enjoy it so I just, phil first impressions for you for this well, uh, episode i i enjoyed it but it was, it was for me it was a really great second episode um as a first episode getting back into it especially with this like uh you know after a, a year it, it was yeah. almost tough you know you're like uh and maybe i don't know the, the, they always kind of do the preview of like you know this would have happened last season right but um, it just wasn't enough, and and uh, for what, what but, uh, mean, it wasn't enough. What I'm sorry, it it, it, it was um, everything was thrown at you. There was, I mean, other people might say that's a good thing because it uh-huh. got you right into this. But I imagine for people like Steve, that you know, there's so much hype built about Justified, especially with all the Emmys, which we'll get into in our special segment. But you know, for new people that want to come into it, it, it may be a little tough and uh, kind of follow, play, catch up, follow what's yeah. going on and everything. Well, exactly. That, that leads us to our next thing. Let's talk about the old business because I thought they did a pretty good job of keeping the, the uh, speaking to what had happened and taking us to what's happening next. Because they had a nice, br- they had a couple of bridge arcs, shall we say? Uh, for instance, uh, the arc between uh, Raylan and Winona as she's pregnant with his child. Mm-hmm. They're doing. A, they did a good job of you know when they, when they had scenes with them, they were talking about quote, domestic things like mm-hmm. getting the place fixed up, you know, <laughs> like decorating his hotel room that he's living in right. and she's put a plant there. Yeah. Motel. <laughs> exactly, motel. Thank After you. After all motel. the decorating I did. And, and you know, they, 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 we start off the episode with the, the, the gunshot and, you know, obviously he, she's, she gets uh, pulled over and explained and, to him and now he goes to see yeah. him in the hospital and then they cut three weeks later. So we started the episode where the last episode uh, ended mm-hmm. with him getting shot, and then we go into three weeks later, and you know he's back on the mend and everything like that, which is nice. So they kept that going, and they, and then the next time they come to them in their private moment, they're in the car and they're talking about baby names. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no, I should say there was a time before that where they're 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 at the hotel. Well, that was kind of private. Yeah, yeah, that was a private a moment. That was a private moment when too. Uh, she's checking in on him, making sure he's ready to get. What, what did you? How did she wasn't back it? on the horse. It wasn't back on the horse. Something like that. Yeah. Well, she, you know, he has he to said, get, like, action. get back to work. Back into action. Right. Yeah. I think right. that's what it back was. Back in action. Ready yeah. to get back in action. Ready to back in action. Exactly. So that was nice. And, that's know. not what I meant. She didn't, she didn't <laughs> sound all that excited about house hunting. 
But I here's, the thing, here's yeah. one thing about being the newbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize until you guys told me that that was I, – I figured out, okay, love interest. But right. uh, I didn't know it was an ex, didn't know there was yeah. that much history. So stuff like that, you know, well, if she you're just, new to this, you're going to you're gonna flounder a little bit until well, – It's not – I don't think – it wasn't that she wasn't excited. She just has that sarcasm. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't she's, she's it wasn't, snarky. Yeah, she's a little, she really you know, is. Which is great because a it's lot. a foil for him because she just, you know, the, like things like saying, just, like, you are not aging well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are not getting any younger. Exactly. So this quote hero has just got this nice guy. Yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. I mean, gal always jabbing him so I he can't get too full of himself. Winona. Exactly. So, so any, and then, the, of course, the third time. So they kept that art going. So I think that that for me was successful, keeping well, the old. For me, what was, what was also reminiscent, um, it reminds me a lot of uh, Unforgiven. I'm sure there's other Western yeah. movies too, but the fact of like, you know, uh, this guy – uh, he's trying to get settled down like uh, Clint Eastwood's character in that right. movie and uh, mm-hmm. little Bill Daggett, uh, played by Gene Hackman. Yeah. Um, they're both trying to sell down and build a house. Right. And uh, yet they, the, the whole conflict, obviously, is they always kept getting called back to work. Right. But they, they don't know any other way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked how that they're carrying that Western theme right. to this, which season three, as they built it up, I love that photo of uh, Timothy oh, Alfred. Yeah. It, it looks like a full cowboy. Yeah, he's got the duster on. He's got the, yeah. you know, what it looks to be the duster and the whole thing. I mean, that's... And that's been all over town right. for weeks and weeks. It's been on buses yeah, it's been and it's been, place, so. it's been on... So, uh, you like know, some every... of the promos with he and Boyd running down yeah. the alley firing. You know, that's like Butch and Sundance coming Love out of the it. Mexican uh, that, that hotel. Uh, I mean, uh, whatever it is, the Colombian restaurant or whatever the hell it is that they got shot by. That's a good look. It if you had good. that look in any restaurant in L.A., you would get served really quick. Uh, Steve of course, is pointing to the ad campaign with uh, Timothy Oliphant sitting in his chair. I think back it's the gun, gun yeah, that maybe would that. get the service yeah. quick. Hubba so hubba. Okay, so for me, and then the other thing that they kept going was the Boyd uh, Crowder and the pot, because they obviously have all of Mag's uh, and the Bennett boys' pot, and they're figuring out what to do with it. So they keep in that story. I know going. those Bennett boys are kind of stupid, but um, <laughs> it was it was sitting in. Well, these aren't the Bennett boys. That this is Boyd's people that has them. Now. Okay, well, okay, the, the crowd, right? The Crowders took. That's the, right. Yeah, oh. but they took the weed out of drying houses <laughs> yeah. and put it in plastic bags. Well, they had to do Clearly, something these with are it. people who don't do their own laundry well, ever. But here's the thing. They don't know what but mildew is. The reason is. why I bought it completely is they they they're normally into meth. They know how to handle meth. They know oh, how to handle pot. That's true. The that's Bennett's true. did. The, they had handled had the, pot. the pot. They had the pot thing cornered. You're right. But the Crowder boys, no, they didn't. They normally dealt with meth. So I mean, mm-hmm. there are whole different things they have to deal with. Yeah. And who'd have thought? I mean, I wouldn't have thought three weeks later your pot would be ruined. But then again, I, I don't deal with pot or meth. So when it starts smelling, bad, I'm deal, I deal smack straight. Yeah. I just I don't. I deal with the heroin and that the, the you know black tar. My my favorite. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you prefer the pharmaceuticals that, right. over the street. Yes. But not only did they keep that story going, they kept the whole dicky thing going with yes. Boyd. Now, I, I know I would love to hold off and not talk about the uh, uh, Boyd and his whole thing, but I got to get into Boyd because uh, that's the old business thing that I loved how they carried over. Obviously, he had uh, issues with Dickie uh, because Dickie shot Ava. Ava. And uh, he, of course, uh, saved uh, our friend Raylan from getting the, uh, uh, pinata. You are going to love that episode when you see it. You see You're going to yeah. love it. It was, it's, it's, it's creepy. It's eerie. I'm, it's, I'm still jumping around with all the names. So I know, that's okay. but, but I'm with yeah. you now. I'm with so you let's now. go to this episode when, when, uh, Boyd shows up at the marshal's office wanting to speak with Raylan, they have a nice civil conversation together with the, with his good friend, 
Raylan Givens. And, and that but, Walton Goggins, he plays that that character, the character of Boyd, so charmingly. Yeah, I know. And you ju- and he's got this this amazing face, this beautiful bone structure, and you know, I like I like my things pretty. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And there's there's just something incredibly appealing about him. Yeah. You know, I know he's a neo-Nazi. Yeah. I know he, he doesn't like the Mexicans in yeah. Mexico. Yeah. And yet he's incredibly appealing. He's so charming. The 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 vocabulary he uses about, I didn't realize that was in the purview yeah. of the federal marshals. A- after services had that, been rendered. Yes. That was uh, something that he talked about on Fresh Air with Terry yeah. Gross. Yeah. Is the choice of that, of him, his character, he said, would know uh, that kind of vocabulary yeah. and would use it as a way to let others know, you know, I'm an educated I'm man. I'm not an idiot. Right. I'm not an idiot. Right. Um, he, uh, the other thing, I mean, he uses it skillfully, in, uh, not only the character, but the actor, uh, because it really does, it, it almost allows you to forgive and forget all the stuff that he's done. It's hard to hate the guy. The actor, uh, Walton Goggins. Goggins. Yeah, Walton Goggins, he, yeah. Uh, if I got the interview right, um, he did approach um, producers and the directors. Graham and said, Yost, yeah. And said, I want this character to have this vocabulary. I, I want to be able to utilize this vocabulary properly. Right. And not, you know. Uh, the other thing that was funny in that interview, he was talking about he's got a swastika yes, he on his arm. Yeah. Um, and the, the character does. The character does. And he. It's so far from him as a person. Yeah. He said it's it it is just weird to yeah. have it. But what he'll do is if um, he and uh, Timothy Elephant go out to eat yeah. at a restaurant, he'll just roll up his sleeve <laughs> just to see the response of people. Oh, Terry Gross is like, well, it's a bad response. He goes, oh, yeah, it's a horrible response <laughs> to the point where Timothy Elephant, look, you either roll it down or I'm leaving. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> and then they have to go around and explain to everybody. No, 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 we're uh, acting around the show. Or doing this. But he'll do it just to mess with Tim- uh, Timothy Elephant. Tim- yeah, well, that's, so. great. that's great. So that, that, that kind of uh, give and take and uh, – Shows up in that scene. That's what I mean, exactly. Yeah, it did show up in that that scene. scene, That's that's what it's one of the things I think is best about this is those two characters. Well, you know, originally, uh, you know, uh, Walton Gaunt's character wasn't even supposed to make it out of the pilot. Yep. Hmm. So it's such an amazing kind of like a Jesse. Yeah, that's right. right. Exactly. See how well that works with Mm -hmm. Jesse and Breaking Bad. So that that's I'm the first one that made that reference, aren't I? Yeah, first time. Yeah, first time. It's good to be the new okay, guy. But, okay, but now the scene is you have that great scene. He wants him to apologize. Apologize for what? Because you promised to give me that yeah, dicky. And, yeah. and then, and then uh, and he says, well, I forgot what the line is. But he do says, you see a creek? Yeah, do you see yeah, some did. trees? Are we back in the holler? Oh, I got a mind up. And he just gets clocked. <laughs> and I'm going, what? The, what is he thinking? And you know, you got to wonder: is he that pissed off? But you know, there's something else going on there. You just don't know what it is. Because yeah. I mean, he he, yes, he's a hothead. Meaning, um, Boyd is a Boyd. hothead, but he's not stupid. And he wouldn't be. This is calculated. This is you know, you know, he's doing it for a reason. You're not exactly sure why. He's smiling at the end of it. Oh yeah. You know, he's like, well, I'll see ya. Yeah, you and know. he says, you should have brought the, my black suit. Yeah, should have worn the other suit, there, Boyd. And of course, at the end of the show, we find out why whole, he did the whole thing. You know, he's willing. That's how far he's willing to uh, go to for retribution. To mm-hmm. So he's willing to go back to prison because Which, that's where. By Dickie the way, was. as he was walking, I thought he would for sure have a Bible on top. Did you? Did you guys? Oh yeah. That's what did right. you guys think of that hit? Because obviously, in season one, that was the big. That thing, was the big thing. But I, I, I think he. Well, he, in the second season, he turned away from that. He didn't turn away from it, but he realized it wasn't. It wasn't a path for him. It's anymore. well because it's not serving him, or he's. He not... tried it, and every t- everywhere he tried to go follow down that path, nobody believed him. He got into worse trouble, and, so, and, and it just wasn't him. I think at some point, I can't remember which episode it was in season two, but basically he was saying, uh, 
you need to own who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I don't remember the exact words, but that's what the, that's what the sentiment was. So, uh, but anyway, that wasn't that a great. I mean, the, the look on Dickie's, he's talking to, I can't even remember the guy's name. I, I wish I remember the character name. But, Skeeter yeah, or I think it is Skeeter or something like that. Something talking like about that. his tattoos and don't get one here. Don't get it on the neck. It hurts on the neck. <laughs> you got to do something that you can't yank it all day long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then here it comes uh, Boyd and you just go, oh, 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 nice setup. I couldn't remember. Did Boyd shoot him a glance or did he just walk on by knowing that no, he, he gave was him saying, a little glance. He gave him a glance. Yeah, okay. but not, you know, very, very, you know, I thought the look in the cell was better than that. Yeah. Cell doors are closed and he's got business to attend to. So that's going to be fun to see how that plays out. So, all right. Well, that, for me, that was the, the, the big thing. Although, you know, you got to love, I love art. I tell you, I love art. Oh, I love Tim. Yeah. I love the way they treat Ray. <laughs> yeah. Tim. <laughs> when he's uh, asking art, Art's the help. captain. Art's the captain. Art's the captain. All right. Because that's my job, asshole. They just, everyone's Tim. like, they, Raymond gets no respect about yeah. his coworkers. I just and Tim, <laughs> Tim trying to get, Tim's the blonde guy who's another marshal trying to, he's a sharpshooter. Not sharp the blonde shooter. guy. He's the well, sharpshooter. Well, he's blondish. Okay. Is he the one that approached him? And said, yeah. Yeah, giving him the Yeah, I'd love Rachel, no, but really, I need I your need help. To. Yeah. No, really, I'd love to go with her, but really. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, okay. No. Because, you know, you two had that thing, you know, when you killed, killed Gary together. I <laughs> <laughs> killed one of his husband. <laughs> yeah. There's that. So that's, I just, I love the way that they kept those things going. So for me, that was successful. Where if you didn't know the rest of the show... You'd know, you'd completely understand the relationship to these people. You pick it up quick. Things, yeah. You pick, you know who um, so Tim is. You know they're, you know they're, you know they're, and that's what's so good about the writing is they're just allowing the characters to behave and to behave and and how comfortable they are with each other right. tells you more about them. Said, so, hey, so new season, let's do X Boz. You know, yeah. so, so nice. All right. Speaking of expos, let's move into our next uh, item of talk about. We've got to talk about the new guy. They're set up for the new baddie in town because Mar- you know, Mags is gone, and even though uh, Boyd is still a bad guy, his dad was killed out in the first season, uh, and Boyd is kind of yes, he's a bad guy, but he's not. You know, we need the full. We need okay. Who? What's the season arc going to be here? And we get introduced to it by calling, bringing in Mister Detroit. Uh, by played by Neil McDonough, which is great. His, too, his, he looks terrific. His character name is Robert Quarles. Robert, Robert War- Quarles, Quarles is the name. Uh huh. And uh, I, I have a little interview here that I was reading about him, and uh, he talks about the the sort of impressions. Neil McDonough talks about his impressions uh-huh. of the character, and he says, uh, I keep saying this, it's all Ds. He's despicable, he's delectable, he's <laughs> delightful, he's dastardly. He's everything you, you would want in a character to yeah. play as a villain. And he's such an interesting-looking yeah, guy. Yeah, doesn't have a great look, yeah. You know, and, and so different from everyone else That's in the what show I was with the expensive yeah. suits and the very... The way he's just quaffed and, you know, he's mm-hmm. very And he seems sharp, generally meticulous. happy to be there. He's like, I oh, love yeah. this place. This grass is really blue. But that's what I think is great. You know, they're obviously <laughs> You know, playing it differently is because you know, rather than just being the psychopath killer or whatever, you know, he comes across as being this very genteel. He's got, you know, he's talking to his son. Hey, no, it's really bluegrass. You're gonna love it. You know, right? <laughs> he's a family man. <laughs> just happens to be a killer. So yeah, pretty vicious killer too. Uh, with the um, the assistant the, and the hand, the, the hand, what the are those handgun. Called? What, are the, what is that device called? Does anybody know? I'm yeah, so worldly yeah, in yeah, way of weapons. You're the one with the internet. I know yeah, a retractable, the retractable derringer. Derringer, sure, sure. There we go. I don't know what it's called. So uh, yeah, and but he but oh, he does a great job when he 
Sorry, just one other thing from that interview that I read. He was somebody said uh, your character's amazingly creepy, and he says I didn't realize how creepy it was until I saw the episode. Wow, you know because he comes in and he's just sort of smiling and looking good, and and I often think of that as we watch because music clearly plays a really strong role in this. Where um, the fight between um, Boyd and And Raylan. You know, it could have been really ugly, and I've yeah, always watched because I watched the episode twice. As as we were, I, we were watching it the second time, I thought, man, this could be. But they're playing this kind of for humor. hillbilly yeah. music, and and Boyd's laughing at the end, and we're all laughing as well. Yeah. And so, music plays such an important role in in setting the tone. Right. It did with him as well, because as even Neil McDonough, the actor, said, I didn't realize. But as they play it with the uh, angles and with the music and with the tone, yeah. the the creepy factor is really intensified. Yeah, they had some him. interesting angles on him, some down angles, mm-hmm. but went up and everything like that. So. I thought that was really cool, and mm. then a couple of close-ups too, which uh, not, not not but just the way they were, the angle of the close-up was a little oblique, so you were kind of unsettled by it. And and seeing the whole uh, episode, you realize that he knows what's going to happen the minute he steps in that office. Oh yeah, he's he already knew, got it. All which is why he's relaxed, he's smiling, he's yeah. he did, nothing's going to mm-hmm. bother this guy. Mm-hmm. And, Even the creepy guy behind him. And the him. creepy factor is way high once you realize how. How you know, far this, ahead he is. Yeah, how far ahead he is. Yeah. But he's good. Yeah, I thought he was terrific. Damn, he's good. He's fun to watch. He's just, if he's, he's going to be the arc for the season, yeah, it's going to so. be fun. He looks like he's, he's, he, wants to st- he created a void to step in. Let's put it that way. And he definitely had one of the best lines. Do you know who I am now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't even really get introduced to him. Yeah. And his one Which, line. By the way, him. I love because, uh, yes, you know. Yes, uh, speaking to this. Well, no, as is typical of many Westerns, and that's mm-hmm. what I love about the show is when it, when it goes into those Western genres, right. yet modern age. Yeah. And uh, how many times, like uh, Once Upon a Time in the West by Sergio Leone, the guy's known as Harmonica. Right. You know, you don't, you never know his name or uh, any of the Clint Eastwood movies with right. Leone. Good, bad, and the ugly, you don't. Yeah, you don't know any of their names. You just, that's yeah. why we call him the Detroit guy, because that's, for me, you know, that's all I know him as. Exactly. And I like, I like that. Yeah. I and then so. until until we need to know his name is now he's just Mr. Detroit. That's why I'm calling him. <laughs> oh, which by the way, I want to take this opportunity. Speaking of need to know and things, uh, for those of you listening, we're uh, some new business for AfterBuzz TV. We'll be now streaming live on AfterBuzzTV.com, so you can watch our shows there. Uh, the schedule's up there too, so you guys can know when we're airing live. Uh, on, the video and audio will be posted on archive there. Um, to make it easier, we've we've made it easier so you can subscribe, watch, listen. Um, you know, it's the one-stop shop for everything after Buzz. We've made it really simple, so go there. And to have a really successful season, right, guys? We want we want to get your friends involved as well. Uh, we know we have a big following with Justified. And now we want to make it even bigger because that, in turn, will help the show. It'll help us. It'll help you. You know, uh, it's like third degree separation. Or what? What would you? What, is that the term? Sure, we'll go with that. All right, <laughs> six degrees of separation. Who Why are we not? getting a third degree to? But now it's not. You no longer. It's no longer six. It's now. Uh, it's five. only three. Oh, it is it's five. Like, yeah, is that dropped, right? Yeah, because five the is internet. the new six. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I just went three. I thought we were in 2014. So yeah, I said so three. you're you're way ahead. Yeah, of yeah I'm ahead, we're ahead of the curve. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and don't forget to like and share us everywhere you can. Let people know about us. Also, I think we just just piggybacking off of what Phil says. I think we have some um, possible, uh, you know, special guests up our sleeve for this season mm-hmm. um, as as we move along. So oh. we're just going to kind of tease that. We don't. Whoa, we haven't set that. things up yet, but that. we're um, we're working on some special guests for our. Is it me? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
because that's kind of blown now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, we get to talk about ice pick, right? Yeah, we're about, we're about okay. to move into that. So go ahead if you want to so, start into it. Well, I, I just wanted to um, say that in that head. scene with, with, you know. The setup? This in the scene, yeah, where he gets the uh, okay. watches. Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, let, let me go back a little bit okay. because I, I liked. Okay, you're setting this guy. Up. First of all, he doesn't look like anybody else. He's got the different hat on. First of all, first of all he has a hat. It's not a cowboy hat. So no, no, no. It's, so I it's thought that was. And this is a little moment in, in, in the office things. with Emmett and Mr. Detroit. He says, "Could your guy move where I can see him?" And he moves. <laughs> Isn't that cute? He just moves over one seat. So we know. Okay, he's a pain in the ass. One of those guys, and you know, he's, attitude. You know, he's a bad guy right off the bat. Right. Yeah, and then I I love that. Uh, all right, I think the next time we see him is that is that when yeah because he has to go out and steal the uh, watch. Yeah. So let's go. To well, him. and what I wanted to say is because I've seen that a couple of times now, and and the most important person in that scene is the pizza the guy. The pizza guy, no, because he's us. Because he is us, yeah. and and to, right. to I I just I I've been thinking about it, mm-hmm. and hey, they had to get that guy just right. They had to get a guy that you're thinking. He this guy really tell. could be a pizza guy. Well, yeah, but no, but he, he won't tell. Yeah, he wouldn't. Tell. He, he won't too, tell. Yeah. You don't need to kill this guy. They had to set this guy up so that when Ice Pig drills him, yeah. you just go, oh, God, you're yeah. a dick. Yeah. And and the reason why, though, is there in these sort of shows, there's always that, you know, you can kill, but there's still that moral thing about, right. you know, and they had to make sure that Ice Pig crosses crosses it. So yeah. that's why that pizza well, guy was you know, yeah. so important in that's that right. scene. You want him dead by the end of it too. And I did not for a minute there I'm thinking, oh good, he's gonna let him Oh no. Exactly. So why? Shot yeah, him. Was, I think the reaction is almost universal. Like, what what? Yeah, exactly. But come on. Exactly. He didn't do anything. So kudos to the guy that played the pizza guy because yeah, nice he did a pizza guy. nice job in that scene. So yeah. And I love the setup. It was great, the little gun thing. Yeah, I I I haven't seen that before, but you know. Yeah, maybe it's played. The game, you mean? The game, the game yeah, with them. the gun and the ice pick. You know what, I've never seen that. You know what was awesome? It, it, it almost reminded me, like, if you took that scene out, and yeah. uh, it could almost be like a short film in and of itself because you mm-hmm. got all the information, and it's like there's there's a lot of writing exercises, right, where you're like, okay, write a scene with the most tension, blah, right. blah, and that was exemplary, you know what I mean? And that's, yeah, it was that's, terrific. It, it, it was highlighted in this episode, but... If you kind of dissect each uh, scene, it, it works on you know that kind of level, and that's what's so brilliant about the writing itself. You yeah. know, it, it stands alone. It stands as alone a, as a scene. It's also stands, it's a great setup for the final scene between uh, the, oh, yeah. the ice pick and uh, Raylan. Right, because exactly. yeah. when Raylan says, "I know a lot about you," exactly. he, he, he knows a little bit more than what the ice pick thought Thanks. he knew. Yeah. What, a quick question though: yeah. the guy that sells the watches, the guy that got yeah. whacked, Del- anybody? Was he no. just kind of a guy? From okay, day inconsequential. Player. Day player. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> inconsequential. Okay. So, uh, but uh, now we'll continue that arc because of the end sequence. You know, when uh, Ice or Ice Pick shows up in motel Fletcher room, with Fletcher yeah. Nicks, whatever. Face off. Fletcher, the Ice Pick Nicks, yeah, faces off with Raylan in the. Uh, now, you knew Raylan was going to do something up his sleeve, obviously, but you don't know what. And uh, I thought he was going to go for the gun. And, you pull, know, but or pull his, you know, gun from his hidden boot. gun that yeah, he sticks underneath that's, I think, the chair. I, I got, uh, Fletcher, you, you know he's got another gun somewhere. But I guess, you know, Fletcher's mind didn't matter. But. And this is a moment where you, it, it would be helpful for the new viewer to know that um, there, Winona was an ex. Because... Uh-huh. 
you're with that knowledge you're going okay so now she's seeing this world again how much yeah. of this is she going to i can't i no See, i can't I, do this again i, I know that yeah and you, that's you how last that's the, well that's how last season ended exactly and, and, but you and saw that trailer a little clip of it in the beginning yeah of this which one, is where she i said, may not I'm be not, here because she doesn't right. he says i'll be fine so clearly he's not fine right but she at that point she's probably just so happy that he's alive that you know she's and they've been talking about going back to Glencoe and getting out of this business mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, which is why they were talking about homes and names mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. Right. So. And what, what did I say to you the first time we watched this episode? I don't recall. Don't control. They're going to break my heart, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are going to break. They are going to break my heart. I think no. I think the other the thing I remember you saying is, "God, he looks good without a shirt." On. Yeah, I did. I'm <laughs> I pretty think, sure I said I that at least. I once. love men Maybe who are try. perfectly formed. Yeah, he's just you know, I'm. Uh, he's got a swimmer's body. Yeah. And, uh, God, it must be tough to keep in shape like that. Thank God I don't have to worry <laughs> well, about it. Thank got, God he, he does. He has all that though. fat on him to protect yeah. himself from the book. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's like, what fat? God. <laughs> funny about it. I think that saved you was the excess body <laughs> fat. Yeah, the excess body fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, now that takes us to, by the way, uh, dealing with uh, Delbert and I think it was Delbert, the, the, the watches and the Knicks mm-hmm. and the pizza guy. That takes us to Jerry, Jerry Burns. The guy who plays Duffy, Jerry Burns, is a terrific actor, by the way. Sorry, Zim, I don't, I, don't I didn't realize who was. Oh, the, yeah. the second conversation. He, yeah, the second Duffy. conversation. Yeah, with, with, oh, with that Duffy. Was fun. That was yeah, fun. I love. I just love Jerry Burns. I've, you know, from early on when he's doing stuff, uh, even in comedy and stuff. But anyway. Yeah, he's been around for yeah, a really long he's time. He's a terrific actor. Always. All the time. He's yeah. fantastic. What a smarmy son of a. You just. Yeah. I, know, I didn't guy. quite get the the. Um, the, the recreational vehicle parked in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that, well, that's because uh, that that's just, how you know he's not. He's kind of is he that's legit? His he's, no, that's yeah, his office. Okay. He, needs be, he needs to have a fast getaway. Okay. And the last, see, you, I don't and know. And he's if got you, stuff he has to bring with him. That's true, and I, I don't know if you saw the uh, previously on part, but uh, if you the last time we were in that trailer, it had plastic everywhere because he was going to kill somebody in it, and he didn't want to get a mess. Oh, okay, doing a Dexter. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's got to be anyway. Uh, I love his character. He's just, you know, he's crafty, sly, uh, prick. Looks uh, like we're going to see more of him. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, why you you wouldn't want to give up Jerry? I mean, uh, although they're they're famous. I mean, they. You know, Mar- I mean, why would you give up Mag? She was such a great character, but they kill a lot of people off. Uh huh. They, they do. They, like, yeah. do not do not <laughs> fall in love attached. with anybody. No, in fact, evidently don't even not. Fall in love with Timothy because you never know. <laughs> they <laughs> they can yeah. just go. Yeah. Now the um, the gentleman that did. Uh, not do well in, on his review. Um, who was who bought the businesses? The guy that got whacked at the Emmett. end. Emmett. 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 Yeah. Was he was in the previous season? Yeah, he'd been in. He he'd been in a couple from, episodes. Uh, for, okay, but yeah. he wasn't like from the day one sort of thing. He was just kind of. Um, yeah, I don't remember when he first so showed. Okay, all right, Mm-mm. but, but yeah, just long enough where you go. Three oh, episodes. Yeah, three episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Been, yeah. yeah, he's been around a bit. So. Uh, has Duffy been there longer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. L- learning the lay of the land right. as so. I sit down in the holler. So, and, and Which, it was, they, five, five episodes they for wind. Say that in the hall. As we're learning, um, uh, the gunfighter, um, yes. he knew about the uh, the Miami thing. Yes, From he did. Back in season one, I love how that's, that's still they, yeah. constantly they being brought up. That. That's right. The first pilot. Yeah. It is the pilot. It is the pilot. But um, you know, it's still when always guns down a drug guy. And it's like this. It's become folklore now. Exactly. Yeah. Which is another hearkening back to um, uh, the the gunfighters of the West. Yeah, yeah, like it was that. the His story. reputation the preceded him, and yeah. I, I think he looks kind of surprised. 
uh, Raylan uh, does? usually looks surprised when people mention it. Like, how the hell do they know that? Yeah. But it, word's gotten out that he's the guy that he's did it. He's notorious. This. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, and I love that they always bring it back because, first of all, that scene, that it was an amazing scene. It's a great way to open a pilot episode. <laughs> but, uh, and I you'll see that, it eventually, Steve. I like, that, I like that they bring it back all the time. So you're, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. He did do that. He's right? badass. Yeah, he's badass. The, uh, the Win Duffy thing where they do have to have that second conversation. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Just the the amount that when Duffy was enjoying it. Yeah, I know exactly. And how just it was killing how Raylan was Raylan to eat it to have to be there. Yeah, just, and it was great that Tim's enjoying it. He's yeah. the one that made him go. Exactly. That was one of those comic moments yeah. where you go, you know, there's really nothing funny here. Cause, yeah. But that was pretty damn funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, the, he gets no respect. He's like. The, the Rodney respect. Dangerfield of the Marshall's it's, office. It's, it's character. <laughs> character people. All right. Funny well, what else? We, who has anything else? Uh, we, we forgot to mention, or we, we kind of touched upon it, but uh, Ava. Oh, that's right. And, and, Ava. and, and, oh and now God, she's taking charge. So you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, Ava's stepping oh, up. Yes. Ava's well, stepping up in Boyd's absence. She's stepping up with cookware. <laughs> you know, it, By the way, have you ever done that to John? How, how many times have I done it? Is that what you asked? Have you ever done that? Served uh, served as dinner in a certain way like that? <laughs> You've eaten my cooking. Um, uh, Ava has been. I feel like Ava has been chomping at the bit to to get to this position. I mean, she's she's never been a terribly submissive gal. Uh, no, she's traditional well, in hell, a she lot shot of ways. Her but exactly, she she shot Boyd and yeah. not Boyd. And, she shot Boyd's brother. Oh, Boyd's brother. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Not Boyd, Boyd's yeah, brother. Yeah. You'll learn about that too, okay. and I'll remember that as uh-huh. well. Um, but and then you know she's 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 tough and she's ready. Yeah. Pretty, you know, not a big gal, but she is tough and she's yeah. ready. And, and it she did knows not, how to use a skillet. And it didn't for a second surprise me that she did that. Yeah. And you know she's inserting herself into the conversation over the weed and how much is yeah. it worth, and they yeah. keep trying to put her back down. And I just really feel like she's. And then she's decided, okay, in order to assert myself into this. I can't talk anymore. No. Which is why I loved he says, you, Arlo says that wasn't necessary. And she says, yes, it was, or I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Exactly. Because that tells you her word, she means what she says. Yeah. And it, 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 when the time for for talking is done, she's going to grab whatever's useful. <laughs> you people need to listen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're Even not with hearing a cast me. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. a bullet. I don't, yeah. But again, I love the way she did it because now there, the way I see it, there are two ways we can go about doing this. You know, we can enjoy my cooking <laughs> or we can enjoy my cooking a different way. <laughs> she, she was like a mom having to explain something to a, a well, slow child. Yeah, and, well, and the devil is kind of a child. He's an idiot. Yes, but, he is. You know, which yeah. is great. Why well, you do have to, you know, womp him upside the head every once I don't while. understand the tattoo. I don't know what that I, signifies. I, it looks I like know. he couldn't afford the swatch. Sticker and yeah. we'll just get it yeah. close. Yeah. yeah, I don't so, know. We'll have to fe- we'll have to look into that, that. that. I'm sure it's a symbol of something, but I don't recall what it is. Mm. So, and I love the cryptic uh, scene they had together, meaning Ava and Boyd in prison. You know where they're doing all the pests, uh, pests, and termites. And the termites, and all that other stuff, and talking about that. Yeah, I just love that kind of stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. you know you know what they're talking about without them saying it, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun and stuff. So. I don't really have anything else to say about that, but I and just And again, like him it. being charming. Him yeah. being very charming. He really likes Ava. Yeah, he does. They're going to break your heart, too. I know. They they're like will. Bonnie and Clyde. They're gonna, they are going to break my heart. They are. They're going to turn. They're going to do some bad things. They're going to do some bad things. Crime don't pay uh, unless you're I on hear. a TV show. Exactly. Then it pays rather well. Indeed, it does. <laughs> well, uh, I think. Uh, Phil, you ever get a skillet to the face? No. No, not yet? Not yet. You're young. All right. 
Yeah, you're yeah. still young. Yeah, you, you haven't lived until that's happened. And had I known I could have used Jiffy Pop as a name. Yeah, Paul Mollov would have been nice. I think Paul Mollov is a girl, is nice. Yeah, it is. Paul Mollov. <laughs> Mall. They a call word. her Mall for Paul sure. Molly. Paul Mollov. I think it's so nice how you think you have a say in the name. Oh, that's great, too. I love that. Yeah, I know I know you so well. Five minutes of me sweating and laboring, and you're going to say, you're going to give me whatever name I want. The, the, yeah, the conversation, <laughs> you just hang with that conversation. Is, is, um, it's Elmer Leonard, right? Elmore yeah. Leonard, well, it's taken from a short story of his. And he, he's a he's producer not, on it. He's a producer, but he's not a writer on it. He's but he's got to have, I mean, he must, well, they he de- must they, be throwing stuff in there. Well, I don't know. See, all the interviews I've heard and read, he certainly was part, certainly part of the first season. Uh, they certainly gave things to him. I, I don't know that he had too much input on it because they really had the voices down and mm. the, the language and everything. And mm. uh, I think if I remember the interview that I, I saw of him, he, he was really complimentary on how well they had mastered it. Well, they're big. If if you, I don't know if you guys have the DVDs or whatever, um, but I have the first season, and and it was uh, Graham Yost. Graham Yost, uh, the the showrunner um, slash writer. For those of you who don't know the business, but um, he said their big motto was what What, what would, would Elmore, Elmore do? do? Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, they did great because a lot of dialogue sounds like it's yeah. right off a page of you know one of his novels. One of his novels, exactly. All right, well, I think that leads us to our first break. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? In the deep, dark hills of eastern Kentucky... That's the place where I trace my blood. Seemed like a nostalgic song as we talk about the Emmys. Right. Well, I just, oh man, this is the way they ended the first season and the second season. Probably the third. Hopefully. I love this tune. You will never leave Harlan alive. Never leave Harlan alive. That, of course, is a song they played at the end of last season when Margo, I'm sorry. Mags Bennett, Mags Bennett. Uh, drank her apple pie, her famous apple pie, uh, hooch, and um, went. I'm was, sorry, Steve. We're gonna we're gonna. It really was ruin. already in the glass. Was, were, were, did you see that episode? It wasn't they, in the they, jar. They gave the a little teaser before this. Last oh, okay. One. It's. I mean, I'm. What so, did I'm, you do, Mags? It was already. And what in was the her? Jar. I can't remember her. Like, I, I, I'm off to see the great 
the mystery. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing the, the mystery. The mystery I'm yeah, I, I tell you, I, when I first time I saw it, I was floored by that episode. Really, I was just thought it was amazing. Mm. I, I literally watched it five times. <laughs> I, could, I I would watch it and I would just watch it again just for that end sequence, the way he was Raylan and uh, mm. uh, uh, Mags were together at the end there, and just that whole thing. And I just loved it. I thought mm. that was terrific. And fittingly, Margot Martindale, of course, wins the Emmy. I, the minute I heard. She was nominated. Yeah. I just kept telling everyone I know, you people you must catch up on Justified, and no matter what, you've got to watch that episode. Yeah, and, and now Margot Martin has had an amazing career. She's done everything everywhere, and she's always, always good. Brilliant. And she does comedy, she brilliant, does drama, brilliant, she brilliant. does everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's terrific. And it's fabulous that she finally got uh, recognition that she's so well deserved. And I, I, I saw the Emmys. I was just I was out of my seat, jumping. I was, thank God, finally, you know, somebody who was worthy of something. Won. Me bawling my eyes <laughs> out, by, so crying happy. right now as you speak. I am right now. Yeah, exactly. And you know, just uh, terrific. She's a classy dame, and we're very well, happy for Well, she, uh, she beat out Kelly McDonald from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Um, who, honestly, who, who, you know, who What's her character show. name? Uh, uh, Margaret. Margaret. Margaret is her character name. Uh, she beat out Archie Panjabi from from Panjabi. The Good Wife. Yeah. I'm going to push it. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, terrific an, as well. Another good wife, um, actress Christine. Christine Baranski. Chris, there Bran- you go. Oh, Christine Baranski. Uh, Michelle Forbes. Multiple Emmy winner. Yes. Uh, Michelle Forbes from The Killing and Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. So that's yes. quite, a, quite a roster. Exactly. She's in great company there. But I, I'm, I mean, really, one of the best performances I've seen on yeah, TV. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, ever. Oh my God! I mean, the way she would go from being so loving towards that the young the girl, girl, and then she hit her own son in the hand with a ball peen hammer. Yeah, it's just <laughs> oh, incredible. So I want to read a little bit of Please the uh, the after interview that she did after winning her Emmy. She says the great thing about time is that you can really appreciate it so much more. I could not have appreciated anything like this had I been thirty. At sixty, it feels. Well, I'm deeply grateful to be honored, to be recognized. It's an honor. And she says, I'm thrilled. I'm on cloud nine. I'm out of my body. It's just been a joyous year and a joyous ride. Um, but then they were talking about the fact that she actually did not know that she was going to, her character was going to die. Oh, she didn't. <laughs> wow. Really? And she well, said. Well, I imagine you probably wouldn't tell people that. And, you know, but anyway, go ahead. Right. She said, I loved working with these actors. It was a perfect fit for, for me. Unfortunately, it's in the past. They killed me off. And she said, maybe they'll regret it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly do. I mean, it was a joy to watch her on the show. And she said, they seemed so happy with what I was doing. I thought I would live, but silly me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a poetic and perfect ending for that character. It was. It and was. it absolutely was. And it here's was what just... I have to say about that, because they do kill a lot of I, – I don't know if it's a specific choice in the sense that the writers or Graham is, is saying, no, you know, look, we got to stay on our toes. We can't relax. We can't get too easy on this. And, and they, they're making these choices because it forces them to keep things fresh and, and be new cr- and re- keep creative going. all the time. Yeah, because it certainly does. And they certainly rise to the occasion every time, at least the, the, as far as I've seen, they have. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, I, I'm curious about that. If that's why they're doing it, they they specifically like that, or is it is, is just really it's it's a, it's a story thing. We like to have our uh, you know ra- you know our seasons wrap. We start with uh, you know a, an arc, and they need to end with an arc, and we don't want to carry it over. Well, I think also I TV audiences, especially drama audiences, are so smart now mm-hmm. that especially you know we as writers do it too you watch and go no there's no way that person's going to make it through this this episode yeah. or there's no way they're going to kill this character because yeah. you know we can we can kind of see where they're negotiating and um i like it when they surprise me right 
It, it, and I think audiences do, especially because yeah. they become so become so and, sophisticated. And, and, and I think it does create a whole bunch of people talking. Like, can you believe they killed her? Yes. No, I, I think you're right. I think it goes to the audience sophistication mm-hmm. and and the expectation now, because before you could go, okay, it's just like, you know, I just want to hang with my friends, you mm-hmm. know, and then people started thinking these characters were their friends. I right. just want to hang. Yeah. If I want to see that thing, I'll go to the movies. And and right. now there's a kind of go, no, uh, no, uh, you're going to see it here too yeah, because. Yeah. You know, and and, it does, and it's great I, yeah. for whatever reason they're doing it. I think yeah, it does curious, keep everything yeah. fresh. And, and of course, you can't fresh. you can't rely on anything except maybe Raylan not getting killed or something like that. But yeah. other than that, yeah. you you just can't try. I mean, so when somebody's there, there is that element when someone pulls a gun. Doesn't matter who's on the other end of that. Know gun. What is you going don't to know what it's going to happen. Because otherwise, it's too well, easy. And Helen's death was one of those ones that I thought right. was incredibly surprising. I yeah. mean, I, I was stunned when that happened. Right. And it, that, you know, another example of somebody who you just don't expect. So this, that's, it, it, it keeps an extra, it, or it adds an extra layer of excitement to watching right. the show because yeah, you yeah, really don't, you don't know. Because you don't know. A gun gets pulled. I what it's like to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> don't piss off the wrong producer exactly, exactly, here's exactly. my script do I make it to the end <laughs> exactly what, right. what does this line mean right. Wait, what does this mean of, speaking of whether or not we'll make it to the end let's move on to predictions well uh, just one, one yeah. thing what do we got the uh, other nominations for the Emmys were oh, Timothy okay. Alphant for uh, Outstanding Actor did not win unfortunately um, and uh, Walton Goggins, Goggins. For his role as Boyd. Ha, has he won Emmys before, Walton Goggins? Uh, let me look that okay. up. Okay. Because he's another one of those faces that we've seen many, many times. He's oh, yeah. so talented. The shield and and so, got so many layers, and he's just an amazing, you amazing can see, I mean, actor. it looks like, as an actor, he's having a ball with this role. I mean, who could, how could you not? I mean, you see, what, in the interview with the, on Fresh Air, he. Yeah. he that was what you took away from it yeah. was just how much fun these guys are having yeah. with this whole thing. And, and, and they know how smart this is. I, you know what I think? And, and, and they're think, invested yeah. in it. They're, and they're really yeah. keeping a close uh, that, eye that, on it. That was his first and only nomination. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no kidding. Well, he's – He'll get his eventually for sure. Yeah, he'll so, – All right. Let's move on. Predictions. And now – your After Buzz TV predictions. I probably should have come up with a prediction before I said prediction. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the only thing I know of at the moment is that uh, Raymond and uh, Duffy will have their conversation. It looks like it's going to be, a, oh, let's say, not a lot of talking involved, but a lot said. <laughs> but I don't know. So Mr. Detroit, I think, is going to come in and start ruling the day. Yep. Ru- ruling, you know, starting to take over, which is going to cause great. Uh, conflict for everybody, and the other thing that they've decided that, and I don't—it's not a prediction that I'm giving, but it's something that they've presented as part of the uh, coming up—is Michael T. Williams is going to play a large role, which is going to be interesting because as an African American, and how is that going to? How's that going to play in Harlem? Yeah, not only that in Harlem, but specifically how is it going to play with the character of uh, Boyd? Because yes. I think they're going to be working together, so it's going to be interesting to see how those two handle those things. Which I don't remember seeing a uh, African American in this episode. No, that's we, in, in the, the coming, coming ups. In the, in the coming ups, yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean. Which we didn't watch today. Is, is yeah. he like a, a Fed or something? No, no, no. I don't no. believe so. But he's a good guy. No, no, no. I don't believe so. Oh, I don't believe so. But we'll okay. see how that's going to pan out. I think that I don't have a specific prediction, but I have um, a sort of a, a wish and a prediction okay, with it? regard to tone and um, 
and and uh, culture. And okay. I think the Detroit culture and the Harlan County culture are definitely going clash. to clash. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see some of that, the loyalty stuff come up mm-hmm. and the, you know, who's, whose team are you on mm-hmm. kind of thing happening. And I think that that's going to be a really big challenge for Mr. Detroit. Mm-hmm. to uh, figure out how to navigate through yeah, the Harlan County he, he politics. Knows, I mean, if you're from Detroit, I don't think you know anything about the Harlan County. Because there are these things the that go back especially. so far when we're talking about the land rights and we're talking yeah. about, you know, uh, and, Boyd. You know, and, first of all, he's a northerner. Yeah. But the, but these guys have so much history. You know, yeah. uh, Raylan and Boyd worked in the mines together. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's all kinds of stuff that goes way back. And, yeah. and we get reminded of it. Lives. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, so. So I think that that's going to be really an interesting um, la- layer mine. that we're going to look at. Okay, yeah. sorry. Well, I mean, the only thing I would add to it is I predict that Detroit is going to miscalculate how think smart these guys are. Yeah, I think uh, because because of how easy this one was, mm-hmm. yeah. and how he had the whole game locked mm-hmm. up, I, and I think big time. That's I going hope to at be, some point, Mr. Detroit and Boyd go toe to toe. Uh, I think Mr. Detroit's going to go through quite a few people. Well, so, so we may be, be seeing a lot of fresh faces. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. <laughs> and then, and well, then okay. not. So now speaking to the predictions, <laughs> well, how do you think they're going to keep the uh, uh, Winona and Raylan thing going? I mean, obviously, she's pregnant, so they've got to carry that thing through. So is he really going to have a child? I mean, well, that's what I was saying when we first watched this episode was they're going to break my heart. And I yeah. think uh, I think that's that's and how is that going to change into your father? I mean, that's a, that's a, I mean, it's going to be a huge thing now that he, that's an Achilles heel. I predict he will he not have, have a baby. He, well, he I'm can have a baby, but it doesn't mean the baby stays with him. That's true. You know, she so may do, you say, think do you think they'll get married? Do you think they'll cohabitate the whole thing? Settle down. I, I, well, fans, again, I, I would like to know what her take was on this last thing that she just saw, where she's yeah, we don't know involved. It wasn't like yeah. you know I'm bringing this home. She was in the middle of it because mm-hmm. she could easily say, "Look, I, I was so happy that you survived. I, I deluded myself in thinking that we were going to have that white picket fence and stuff, and I just yeah. know that that's she not going to happen. I can't ride. do that. I'm having a child now. I can't put the child in that kind of danger. Mm-hmm. It was it was bad enough that I was there." Right. So you could easily make that argument, and and that would you, you can completely see the conflict there and the drama of it, and and, and that being legit, because you know. Well, that I could see happening is yeah. is that is basically Winona saying getting, no, say, saying no, saying goodbye, grabbing the baby, and yeah, they are estranged. Right. But then, but then that really creates the opportunity, like you say, to put him, capitalize put, on the the Achilles the Jeopardy, heel. exactly. Yeah. So. Without having it being, because I just can't see him going home every day to but, a baby. But it would be interesting, wouldn't it, to see that yes, kind it of would. guy to you know trying to be a family man and be this guy, be the badass that he is. But it would also be you know another uh, just another thing that they could come after. And it seems like in in the yeah. holler, everybody knows everyone's business. Yeah. Oh yes, so they do. That, so that would be another chess piece that would be uh, in jeopardy at yeah. some point, mm-hmm. which is great. What do you think, Phil? Well, Got any I, I, I didn't have the added benefit of seeing previews because we watched it via iTunes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I don't want to throw my sense in there, but I will say, <laughs> I, w- I want to say this for fans. You know, we're, we're going to be doing this show uh, Friday, right, guys? Yep. Uh, we believe so. So Fridays, and uh, obviously it airs Tuesday. So we. You know. So a we ourselves uh, hopefully have the added benefit of watching it twice. We can't always do that, but we'll try to do it as much as possible. And then the cool part is. Um, I suggest you guys let us know your thoughts, and then you know uh, we'll kind of pick the good ones and and you know read them if, if there's time or whatever. But uh, you know because then we could really discuss it and uh, 
not a reactionary kind of way, but in a sort of like, Thoughtful. okay, yes. Right, it's, it's really great to hear uh-huh. uh, what, what the fans, what the other fans oh, besides yeah, us think. Exactly. So, G. Rice. Hey, you can follow me on Twitter follow at Tamara, Tamara Jewelry. There you go. Also at Tamara Berg, but at Tamara Jewelry, a little more active. I also am on Twitter. Yes, you are. And I totally forgot my Twitter thing. Oh, it's, crap. It's I my name in something. I'm, it's my name in, I think it's... Stephen okay. Bottomley. I don't know. I'll put it on my Twitter. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. Just look. John, for it. where can we catch you? Uh, at the local hardware store. At the local hardware store. There so, uh, well, thank you all for listening for another uh, podcast of Justified Season Three, Episode One, The Gunfighter. So, thank you, uh, and on behalf of Phil's VTech, Stephen Bottomley, Tamara Berg, I'm your host, John Comerford, saying, "We'll see you next time." See ya. <laughs> <laughs> From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.